0: What's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new show called Packer Up, boys. This week, we've got the great James Graham joining me, talking all things footy, but also just everything, talking about whatever we want to talk about. Now, make sure to follow The Buy Round on Instagram and also subscribe to the podcast, The Buy Round on your podcasting app. Basically, James Graham sits down and talks with the biggest athletes in the country and in their absolutely fantastic interviews. He's only started it recently and people are like, they sit in the top 10 all the time. That's how good the podcast is. So subscribe to the podcast. It's a fantastic listen. I listen to it all the time. Plus on Instagram, you get all the snippets. Plus on TikTok, you get the snippets as well. Uh, But also powered by Bloke Beer. Get in your local. I mean, set it up so on a Friday you get home, you crack open a bloke beer whilst we drink beer and enjoy talking about whatever comes to our mind. But let's get straight into the show, shall we? Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new show called Packer Up, Boys. A Friday show that drops around 3 o'clock each Friday. You know, you've knocked off work. The beers, are, they are calling your name. And you sit down with myself. And this week it'll be the great James Graham joining me. And we'll be talking about a bit of sport, have a bit of punt maybe, but also all things bloke pop culture. So talk about cool, interesting facts, cool stories, everything really free-flowing. Like some episodes might be fully about sport. Some episodes, there'll always be some sport talk, but then the, some episodes, the back end will be just talking about all things that blokes love. But uh, Jimmy Graham, mate, how you going, bro? Yeah, I'm going all right, mate, yeah.
1: Um, I did a very unblokish
0: thing, actually. Oh, no. Um, and I'm still
1: paying the price for it, so <laughs> no. on, uh, on Tuesday... Put the wrong petrol in the car Oh
0: no! Yeah. You know the
1: worst thing about it? <gasps> Everyone goes, "Oh, you must have been in like a mad rush." Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I um, had loads of time. Yeah. Even the tank was on like a quarter full. I was like, "Oh, you oh, know so what? You I'll didn't I didn't even need to stop. Didn't even need it." was oh. like sixty. I think sixty-three k's. I had to go. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Start like I got to my destination. Just leaving. It was actually leaving the Bulldogs' um, season launch and it's juttering and I'm like, what's going on here? It's the electronic. Oh, <laughs> damn you, hybrid technology. You know, my granddad would be spinning his grave, all that sort of stuff. And No, I uh, realized, I'd...
0: Oh. oh! Well, there you go.
1: But, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <realized> my granddad. <laughs> the spirit my granddad's
1: come and <laughs> knocked the beers down. He's filthy. He's filthy. He right? can't believe he, it. He'd be, he'd he not, well, he, well, I don't even know if an environmentalist was a thing back then, but obviously uh, he's not you know happy. What? I've oh. not even gone full electric.
0: <laughs> it's I heard friend was that filthy. Yeah. Oh man, let, we'll leave it. I don't want to disrespect your grandfather at all anymore. His, his spirit is
1: here. The worst <laughs> thing is, to call out the emit. You know, the, I'm like, this is a tomorrow problem. Uber back home. Yep. Tomorrow comes, organised, but uh, for the you know the the fuel rescue people. Yeah. They, they come, they couldn't do it because they, they were like, we we can't because it's a hybrid. Oh. I was like, I told you on the phone. Anyway, so spoke to my mate at the dealership Toyota. And he goes, oh, just get a truck, drop it off. Did that yesterday. Anyway, he calls me um, this morning. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, sweet. <laughs> that was a quick job. He's yeah, good at his job. He goes, um, do you have your key, i might. <laughs> like, uh yeah, I do. <laughs> like, we need it, I'm like, <laughs> oh. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's where I'm at right now. So the key <laughs> has landed. And Uber driver to get it Uber there. driver to get it there, yeah. I've had a, a fair bit of stuff on today. But um, yeah, very, um, 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 well, I don't know, is it an unblokey thing to is do? It's almost
0: that? a blokey thing to do. Yeah, maybe To it be is. honest, to not be is. thinking.
1: But you know what? You have these problems in life, I'm a solutions-based person. (laughs) The the problem kept getting worse, but I kept coming up with
0: solutions, so... you're a solution space find the way
1: <laughs> find the <a> way
0: <laughs> oh how good uh powered by bloke beer today pucker up boys is powered by bloke beer guys heading into your local in new south wales act we are stocked in celebrations O, iga plus liquor and porter's liquor plus hundreds of other stores across queensland we've got a store located on our website head there we're in liquor legends all across queensland we're in a lot of celebration superstores we're in every celebration superstore in queensland Go to our website, store like that, grab a case of bloke in a bar. Perfect to listen to Pack her Up Boys on a Friday. Mate, uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, finding solutions, St. Helens. Yeah, wow. What's going on there, mate? Absolutely broke me little wee heart <laughs> that you just come over here. Because, like, the thing is, is when we went to us over in England, we could always just go, oh, yeah, but the boys are on the piss. So that's why we lost. The boys don't give a shit. Whereas to come over here and, and do a number on us, it was a fit. Like, it was incredible.
1: Mate, it it's one of the greatest rugby league success stories. Like people are giving them no chance. No chance. Like absolutely no chance. And it's not like they're coming up against a team that, you know, just somehow managed yeah. to win the grand final. Mm. And it's like not much was expected. Like this is an absolute champion Penrith team. They've mm. gone back to back. Yeah. Hey, we know we've lost, they've lost some players. Mm. But St. Helens give it to them. They, and they, and even the, the, the performance was enough. Mm. They deserved to win. Mm. They got the result. Like, and I thought Penrith actually, they did all right. They showed some champion traits and that ability to hang on in there. It yeah. didn't look like they were, in, they were in the game, but they found a way to come back mm. and um, credit to both teams. This is something I've said before. And um, look at each teams, one to 17. Mm. How many of those players were produced by that club? So you've got a mm. dynasty here, mm. in Penrith back to back. Mm four back-to-back championships yeah. with a couple of challenge cups and now world cup championship yeah. for St Helens. The overwhelming majority of the 17 eight or 18 as it was were produced by St Helens yeah, and wow. produced by Penrith as well. So it's a it's an example out there for, for other sporting clubs and organizations is mm. you know if you if you want success you you develop your own.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point because like as you know better than anyone there's a level that you can you can be an elite sportsman and you will go on the field and you will do your job but if you want to achieve greatness you have to have men buying into something bigger than just being a professional athlete they have to be willing to sacrifice for a cause that is greater than themselves and i think that that's something that if you bring them through the ranks you can ingrain in them
1: yeah absolutely and you know i i obviously a lot of former teammates of mine there at st helens Mm. and you know, I, I caught up with them in the week, and you know, I thought, "Oh, they, the, they, you know, they, they seem like pretty focused and, and ready." Yeah. And they were having a laugh and a joke and all that. But you know, there's something about the, the way they were talking. I was like, "They're taking this. This means a lot to them." Mm. And that's another thing that you can focus on is like meaning. Yeah, like not to like completely put out. Penrith's attitude towards the game but perhaps they didn't have it on the same on the same pedestal that St Helens did yeah and I I think that 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 probably showed and you know people go oh yeah but the weather it played into the you know the 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 English hands it's like well hang on a minute that those conditions like yeah it rains a lot in England but it doesn't rain like that Mm. and it's not humid like that yeah so those conditions probably are more familiar Mm. with the Penrith team and Mm. let's not forget you know dollar for dollar on paper what the squads are worth
0: Yeah, like Like, 12 million and 2 million pounds 2.9 million pounds you just well
1: well over double the amount spent on players Mm. from that Penrith versus St Helens and in terms of like resources away from the field like not even comparable. Like, d- d- not even in the same. Not even on the same planet and mm. in the same league. Like the resources that St. Helens have, the number of staff, it's nothing like what the NRL teams have. And mm. I think credit to them. St. Helens came here with a job to do, and and they did it. And even that, you look at that game, and people look at the Super League and the English competition and go, oh, it's, you know, that player is suited over there because he's attack minded. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't really give a shit about defense. Mm. The open exchanges, Matty Lee's on Moses Leota like
0: crazy. That, that set the tone. Like Leota is the one that usually snapping blokes. Well, in the NRL, mate, he's he's th- he's a scary man, yeah. Moses
1: Leota, and he he hits hard. He's yeah. the only person that I've seen actually rattle Latrell Mitchell. True.
0: True. Only person I've ever and seen. And that again. changed the game, too. Uh, yeah. Because after that, Latrell was a bit rattled. Yeah.
1: The only person. That, and for someone to do that to him, it was like. And then they were in the face, yep. pushing the shove and set the tone. And then, you know, the I thought the aggressive defense on an edge. And then the Jack Wellsby was like, he was magnificent in an attack, but the try save on Cleary was oh, something special.
0: 100%. Yeah. It's really interesting because we don't like to. Like, people aren't going to like what I'm about to say because we, we always feel like teams from the past are way better than teams right now because of nostalgia, yeah. you, know? <laughs> yeah. you know? Well,
1: because you're young.
0: You're young yeah, and you're, you're, you're looking you're, up to them yeah. and they're the great yeah. big things or whatever. But it is honestly like St Helens coming over after Brisbane's back-to-back and beating the Broncos at Broncos Suncorp Stadium. And, and if, if someone said that that happened, you'd be like, that's one of the greatest achievements ever. Yeah. Because we're in the, the current day, like, yeah. for example... Nathan Cleary, statistically, and again, people don't like to hear this, but he is on track with Joey Johns, the greats. So imagine a team coming over and beating a Joey Johns lead. Yeah, yeah. Be, It'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. And because we're in the moment, I'm not saying he is Joey, but statistically and everything like that, he's achieving similar things. Yeah. That's the feat that they did. Like, that's what they did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, um, we we do honour the past and we mm. we do remember yeah. our, our heroes, but I think some of that comes down to to being young, yeah. And you know, when well, you know,
0: what's funny is like, so it's a bit of a tangent, but so I'm going up to nine to interview um, the NRL talent for the Nine uh, Network. Uh, they've got the NRL launch tomorrow, and so when I went to the Dolphins, like it was fun. Like, yeah, the boys all good, rah rah. Because like they're the generation after me. Whereas I'm going to nine and I'm shit myself because I've got to talk to like Thurston – well, not Cam because I'm mates with him – all the big dogs yeah. but that, because they came before yeah, me. Yeah, they
1: come up on such a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, so I've
0: put them like up here and I'm like, oh, man, like can I say the jokes I normally yeah. say? Am I going to – and you're right. It's like – and it's what's the difference? They're the boys of like – they're the same yeah. in regards to the boys in a, in a squad. <laughs> it is it
1: is funny how you have those, um, those memories – and, yeah, like you say, like, people would be like, oh, nah, nah, J- J- Joey. Yeah, cl- clearly he wouldn't be able to lace his boots. Yeah. But like you say, if you look at the numbers and you look at his level of performance yeah. in the biggest arenas, like, man, he's, he, he's on he's on track. He's on
0: track. And, you know I mean... And, Matt, what is he, like, 24, 25? Yeah, 24, or 25. Like... Put it this way, there's no one... Best years are to come. I know, it's crazy. in best years are to come. Think of, like the way I always look at the Penrith Panthers is like, imagine the Melbourne storm, but with the Penrith Panthers nursery. Cause the Penrith yeah. Panthers has a bet, the best nursery in the game. Mm. So like, it's scary. Like it's almost like, it's, it's similar to Brisbane. That was why it was so shocking that Brisbane fell down so far because they've got the biggest nursery ever to, to pull from and they've got all the money in the world. And so it's a similar situation with Penrith. If Penrith dropped the ball over the next 10 years and they stopped making the eight, that's a massive disaster because they've got
1: all the ingredients to win comps now. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, people are going to come and pick the eyes out of their team. Like we have seen, you know, obviously Kikau gone, Coruscant gone, Mm. um, Crichton for next year. They lost Matt Burton recently as well. But, um, you know, the the production line of talent there Mm. is is phenomenal. And, you know, they, they should keep, you know, it's a, it's a model for sustained success mm. is what they've
0: built there. Oh, it. mate. It, it 100%. really is. Um, now, we saw the picture after the game of the great Jimmy Graham, the great jammer. Was that vodka orange or was that beer, first of all?
1: I'm almost insulted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Almost insulted. <laughs> hey, I just... Look, I, I don't want to assume, mate. I don't want to assume. Um, that's, it's good not to assume, but <laughs> let's, you know. look like orange juice in the picture, I'm just saying.
1: Hey, the <laughs> filters for Instagram. You know. <laughs> hey, it looked like it was going to be a nice day out there in Penrith, but it pissed... It, obviously, the storm turned up. Yeah.
0: It was... <laughs> You you know what it was, <laughs> you know what it was. Uh, but what was the moment like as as a pommy? Because I, I assume I mean I could be wrong, but I assume actually speaking to it, like are you? I was told recently that pommy is offensive. Well,
1: it, I guess anything's offensive if you want it to be, isn't it? Is it okay? What well, does it I, even mean? I don't know. I just thought. I it don't meant... know. I don't know the. the <laughs> do, you don't know why I to th- be offended. I don't. Know, I don't know what it means. I know <laughs> people say you're pom because you're from England. I was like, ah oh, right, okay. Yeah. Like, d- <laughs> I'm not offended by that. I'm not offended <laughs> of where I'm from. Like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to we'll have to Google that. Should you be offended right now? Should I be offended? You should Google. Should I yeah, be? Yeah. Should I be
1: offended? <laughs> well, in the current climate, I think anything can be offensive. Can it? But um, no, man, I I was. I was made up for them, and like the the head coach now, you know, to give the the viewers and listeners some backstory. Like, Paul Wellens one of my one of my best mates through football. Okay, um, and this is like his first. This is his first year in charge. He had a trial game, um, testimonial game for for one of the the players, Mark Percival. There uh, back in England, Come, comes over here with this. Yeah, I, and also like first year in a job with a t- team that's gone. Won four in a row, Pleasure. like that's an it's 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 not exactly the the sought after position that you want to take mm. over a team. In. Like it's a difficult it's difficult circumstances. He comes in, and you know there's an option to come over here to play in Australia. Mm. Well, it's like, well, hang on a minute. If we go over there and we we get our asses handed yeah, to us, yeah. then we come back, yeah. and then you know. The pressure's it, on It hits our chance of domestic success yeah. like round one in Super League was the weekend just gone mm. so that means they're missing round one so they have got to catch that game up so that's going to hit them later down the wow. track but they can't he knew come out. he backed himself he backed his group mm. he backed the club he backed the team like I, I was d- delighted for him and you, you know you, I, he's worked really hard to get into the position he is like sometimes people get about an easier path because he's a, because they've played for that yeah. particular club for such a long time. He's worked his balls off to get where he is. And mm. I was so happy for, you're know, not just a former teammate, but a mate. Like yeah. to see your mate do that. And like, hey, don't get me wrong. He's my mate, but he's changed. Yeah. Like <laughs> he has changed <laughs> so much.
0: <laughs> like, can't, he, can't, he even, can't even have a joke of him. Oh now. Like, no. Like, head coach. He's gone head coach. Hey, he's gone He's gone. head coach. Yeah. I, I was
1: actually, I was on the phone to him. <laughs> Um, last night, <laughs> yeah, and I said, Well, oh, please, you've got mate, If you don't run with this line, like, so the line being like, we used to joke around, like, we had a, one particular uh former teammate after we won the comp in 06, yeah. like, he come in after pre season, <laughs> he's like, lads, relax. We're the champions. (laughs) Let them come to us. (laughs) But he obviously, he he said it in a very, very joking manner. So I was like, well, if you you don't, you're doing a disservice to (laughs) your former self. If you don't, when the boys get back into training on Wednesday or Thursday, if you don't take boys, relax. (laughs) We're the world club champions. Let the rest (laughs) of the competition come to us. He's like, I can tell you this whole. Not be telling this truth. You've like, changed. You've changed. Right? You changed. He's like, I know. I know. I've changed. Yeah. Um, but no. In
0: all seriousness, absolutely delighted for the man yep. and friend, and um, that is Paul I, I saw like a little interview on Instagram of him, and what uh, like really stood out for me was his intensity. He is intense in the interview. Like, mm. like it was. It was almost like he was about to run out. Yeah. which I was like quite impressed by. Well, mate, his he,
1: he, his whole life is revolved around this club he's got many family members that have played for the club okay you know he's he he lives in the town of St Helens so oh wow like like he's lived there his whole life yeah okay so you know that that sense of meaning and just what this club means to him and the fact that he's done such a long apprenticeship he's been in um, England and Great Britain camps with Wayne Bennett learnt from the Mm. best Um, spent a lot of time under Christian Wolfe and he was you know before Christian Wolf went in and I know he was keen to take the job over from Justin Holbrook who's mm. now at the the Titans but he was he was patient now, now he's got his chance and um, Mate, that's I'm such delightful. a good lesson
0: for like this generation you gotta be patient like if you don't get something first go just keep keep grinding away yeah. I think a lot of young not a lot yeah even people my age as well like they they miss out on something or they don't get something they maybe expect or whatever and then they just go, oh, well, it's not for me. Then you are like, man, just keep
1: grinding. Just like, keep it'll going. Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, it, it is a it, It's it's hard when you when you when you're in that moment yeah, yeah. to recognize the fact that like, hey, good things will come of this, or yeah. you know, it's not the be all and end all. Mm. But um, yeah, perseverance sometimes is um, you know makes that success even sweeter.
0: Speaking of perseverance, Jimmy, you're the perfect person I want to ask this. So yesterday I was in the gym, I was going for a run. So I'd Worked out earlier in the day, gone back to the gym, even had me running shoes on. So like right now I've got, these are these are joggers, but they're not actual, I've got the actual joggers that apparently they nearly got made illegal in marathons because they make you a bit quicker. Oh yes, so I've, I'm, I've
1: read about them, yeah. I'm in
0: the bloody zone, mate, mm-hmm. in the zone. I watched a documentary, I forgot what it's called, like Just Do It or something, anyway. Um, so I get in the gym and I roll up to my treadmill because it's just a quick run before I come back to shoot some content. <clears throat> and I wasn't like fully in the zone, I was feeling good, but I wasn't in the zone of like a competitive zone. I was more in like, just let's enjoy this run. Anyway, this dude like this, all of these treadmills, like we're talking like friggin' 30 of them. He pulls up right beside me. He's kitted to the days. Pulls up right beside me, kitted up. Honestly, looks like he's out of a Nike ad. Anyway, so he gets on. I can see I've just started, like I'm talking 10 seconds in. I can see him have a little peek like that. Looked at like what level I was mm. at. So what does he do? Puts it to that, to that level, but 0.5 higher I'm like oh, okay all right is this where we want to go today baby because you don't want to go here with me anyway so <laughs> I spent the next 20 minutes <laughs> racing the bloke next to us broke him I broke him he, mm. he 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 bounced out at 20 minutes I and then to make matters worse I went for another 20 minutes while he was sit, like until he walked off from the gym just to show him that I can go the same pace and, and break the bloke and to be honest, it was one of the greatest wins of my life. If I'm yeah. being, if I'm being honest, uh, broke him. He was, he was like, he was yelling at himself, going, "Fuck, go on, don't be fucking soft." He was yelling at himself while running. And so what I was doing to get in his head, I was singing, so that he was like, "This guy's a fucking animal." Anyway, it was, a, it was one, it was a battle for the ages. And I wanted to ask you, when you go to the gym, do you get in those? Or even when you're running in public, do you get in those little quiet battles that they're there, but you can't really tell if you're not in it?
1: Like, look. look in a not too dissimilar situation to yours. Yes, but in the sauna, oh, yeah. you
0: know you're like,
1: like me being a fair skin guy, like I don't <laughs> handle the heat that well, but like sometimes you you go in and you know, say, say there's a geezer sat there mm. and he's got his, his phone out and he's got the stopwatch on. So I can see that how long he's been in for like, I strut in. And I have to like, I can see, I'm clock watching and I've only been in for five and this guy has obviously been in for a lot longer. And I'm like, oh God, I want to get out now. <laughs> oh, but I can't. <laughs> like, oh, my system is overheating. <laughs> I'm like- You'll be so red too. <sighs> right, I'll get out. At, I'll think of a time yep. in my head. Yep. And then I'm just zoned in on that. time. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm the guy that bounces in next year thinking like baby, big bollocks here and then, that, that That can be quite embarrassing when you when you, with like the hardcore intense sauna people, yeah, and you're when you've only got like a few minutes to survive. That that's um, that's where I fall over. But um, no, in the in the gym, I just I don't really pay much attention to what anyone else is
0: doing. Um, I like to get the I I just I just
1: go and stick to my stick to my program.
0: Okay. Okay. I like to get little wins here and there over people. <laughs> they mm. don't know they're getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know they lost, but I beat them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah fair um, enough. Yeah. So actually, have you heard the story Tyson Fury? So he was fighting Klitschko, and Klitschko was like the heavyweight in boxing for yeah 10 years. Yeah, he was the man. Unbeatable. And mm. now there was an argument against him that like he was a bit boring, a bit technical, and he just used his reach to kind of, Beat everyone yeah, on points. He was the king of the jab, wasn't he? King of the jab. I mean, he would just outpoint everyone. Anyway, so Tyson Fury basically was hounding this guy for a fight, hounding him, feeling like he was the one that could beat him. And so they happened to be at the same training center or something. Anyway, so Tyson Fury tells a story of they walked into the sauna together, and Fury said he did not leave the sauna for a an hour or two, because he refused to leave before Klitschko that's left. That's brilliant. And he reckons that they sat in there for ages, and he said Klitschko walked out first, and that's where he knew he could beat him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can YouTube that too. You can YouTube that. Oh, that that
1: is the mind of uh, <laughs> the you know the fine line between insane genius yeah. like and that. At that point, you know, he nothing to do with his superior <laughs> boxing skills, his height, his reach, his speed, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, it, that was a, a a great fight that I remember watching with some mates back home and, mm. and you yeah, actually on the day of that fight like, you know, I know like a little bit about boxing. I enjoyed the spectacle yep. of the sport, but um, Fury was going to pull it because they put too much um, uh, sponge on the canvas oh to
0: try and fatigue yeah. his car yeah
1: because yeah, they, they they knew that oh his his fury movement. was fury's movement wow so the Locks german the dodgy guy. i know i know you wow. know like so they were fury goes on fight night on fight mm. afternoon mm. to like walk in the ring and he's like hang on we agreed on like x amount of yeah. mills yeah. For the and for it the matters canvas. man it matters it, it, but unless you of course it does yeah yeah but like he was like you remove that layer of canvas or it's off. No way. Yeah, he was open to, and then they finally agreed it. And it was, I think it was one of them was like, do you reckon he's being serious here? Yeah. But he was adamant, like you get rid of that layer, extra layer of canvas or it's off, but that's what, that's those little, you know, the, the term in 40 is the one percenter, isn't it? Like yeah. the 1% of that makes all the difference. But yeah, that, that that you know, you can read about that as well. But
0: um, oh, I, lo- I love that story. Of, well, like, especially in boxing, because if you are a millisecond, to mm. the left or to the right head movement because yeah, you so- yeah, get yeah, knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like running onto a footy field and it being real thick grass. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to cramp up.
1: Yeah, and, and it makes a difference. Oh, it all makes a difference. Baby. But I love that, the, the sauna story. Just can you imagine the pain that you would have been in it?
0: The big boys just staring at each other. Yeah. Just like, not going to go, bro. <laughs> I'll go I'll die. Just, just <laughs> gone. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how long he waited. Oh, I th- like I is think it like you
1: follow him up like oh yes oh like, yeah you gotta like, put, like <laughs> in the shower he's like comes out like oh man, I'm so, I reckon he, he waited he goes, a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. like because you, you you probably can't rush out can you because
0: then you've already lo- you lost really because yeah, like it, it, if you rush out yeah straight after him yeah. I reckon
1: you I reckon you've almost got to like let let him go shower yeah. change maybe as he's putting his shoot time it right so yeah. He's putting his
0: sh- – Oh, and you walk out. He's putting his shoes on. Starkers so too. Just yeah, walk out nude. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> and then put your foot up on the, like, chair in front of him. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh,
1: Um
0: Mate, uh, the, obviously the footy season, it's, it's around the corner, mate. Um, who? So we've got some odds here on, on, like, you know, premiership potential winners. Penny Panthers paying four bucks. Roosters six fifty seven 7 bucks, Storm, Rabbitohs 10 bucks, North Queensland Cowboys 12, Sharkies, 13, Para 14, Broncos uh, 18, Manly 18. Uh what are your thoughts on first of all disregard odds, who do you think is your tip to win it? And then who do you think's a value there?
1: Yeah, look I think um tip to win it is the Roosters. Mm.
0: They have oh.
1: they have had some awful luck. Mm. and i say i use the word luck um on purpose because i think sometimes that's what that what injuries are um just the amount that they've had they've or they they would have have to have looked at knee injuries specifically and yeah and some stuff around that over what, the past what's happening few in the training, years but yeah. it just it, it just keeps on happening which sort of tends to suggest it's a it's a bad luck thing so uh, and then the addition of brandon smith and you know the the talent that they have i think if they keep fit I. It'd be be hard for anyone to go with them. I'm I'm thinking that, just looking at the makeup of their team. I think they're going to flood the middle. Yeah, I think they're so gonna too. They're going to flood the middle, and mm. I I don't think anyone's got the capability to, to stop them. Mm. You know, you got. I think we'll see Manu spend some time like as a two fullback role, and maybe mm. Joseph here as well. Yep. I think they'll they they could almost play a la New South Wales 2021 with Turbo yeah. and, Teddy, uh, we just t- Turbo and Teddy were just cruising through the middle and then mm. you throw Brandon Smith in the mix. Once they find that balance of, you know, whose who's run it is, who's whose push support, it it's going to be, if they master that, it's going to be incredibly hard to stop. It's going to certainly give them an advantage for, for field position because they'll just generate quick rucks and seven tackle restart sets. Yep. And then, you know, you put some shape, they'll, I reckon they'll alternate between the tactics of flood the middle and shape. Mm. Um, be interesting to see. But I just, you know, you look at their their team on paper um, and their ability on grass, is, it's the roosters all the way.
0: I'd go as far to say as if they don't have that game plan, they will struggle to make the top four. Because I just think that they have too many good ball runners to kind of like... For example, you don't want Joe Miner just sitting out on the edge waiting for the ball you know, and they playing set structure. And I also don't think like Cheese does it. He's good service. He's M Hooker mm. for sure. But what is his uh, asset? It's his running game. Right. Like he's a great ball runner. Then Victor Radley, what's his asset? Good ball player, but I actually think that his ball running is underrated, yeah. like really underrated. So I, I agree with you, mate. I, I think they're almost like to the storm to, to, to a degree. So the storm for the last couple of years haven't had a ball playing 13. And I think it's because I think they've gone that route as well, where they just kind of flood the middle and then rely on Hughes and Munster to play a bit off the cuff. Because yeah. when you look at Hughes and Munster, like they're not a, they're not structured halves; mm. they're off the cuff kind of halves, yeah. fullbacks pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with you. I think that their game plan will be flood the middle and just play at such a high tempo, yeah. get quick play the balls, and then get in good ball and then hit shape. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I think we'll see yeah. from them. And, and Sam Walker will suit that perfectly. Yeah, and, and Kieran,
1: and and they've got plenty of people that can. You know, it, the 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 momentum in the game have, has never been more pivotal, as far as I'm concerned, and especially with the seven tackle mm. restart rule coming into play. So, you've got plenty of people there that can generate quick play the balls out of nothing, and then bang, we're on. Yeah. So sometimes you know a lot of teams they only really, they have that go to guy as a quick play the ball yeah, yeah. guy, and then it's like okay, he gets it, and then, but then what? Yeah. So but you can imagine the Roosters. Joey Marnie comes in, Swally, he he's bursting people now, yeah. he, he's, you know, we saw him do it for Samoa in the World mm. Cup where he burst through the line, he did it for Roosters last year, yeah. burst through the line, down, base through the line, down, bang, quick play the ball, right, we're off lads, Bump, yeah. who's next, well, you, you get that happening on play one or two or three, you, from a defensive point of view, mm. you know, the rest of your set is... Is you you just you you're just managing yeah. it at best. Hanging on. Hanging on in there. Mm. You know, the the temptation to stay on, seven tackles. Well good luck. So yeah. they're gonna get field position won't be an issue for them. Mm. Just then then what they do 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 up there. I, I think it's 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 a frightening proposition that mm. the roosters if they're healthy all
0: year. So they're actually paying. Six fifty, not bad. Not bad odds. Are you you want to say where's the value at? I think the value's there. Yeah. 6 dollars is not bad for the Roosters, honestly. Like, I, I reckon value, though, two value for me. Sharky's at $13, bucks, yeah. but the biggest value, as in, like, smoky-talky, um, mainly 18 bucks, just because of the Tom Travoyvich factor. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, we just don't know. Yeah,
1: sometimes you forget, don't you? Like, we, he, he missed last year, and, you know, we... we now, when you you think of Manly, you're thinking the the rabble that they were yeah. towards the back end of last year with the off-field issues mm. that they had. But if Seibold can can bring that group together, you yeah. throw Tommy in the mix, and Anything. again, staying staying healthy is massive for yeah. him. Like I'm Manly, but they, I, I I can't disagree with what you're saying, mate. I think Manly, you eighteen bucks, and then you well again, you think back to who they were last year, the year before. Top four side, and they, I don't think they reached their peak either nah, that season either. You know, they started awful. I think mm. they were zero and three to begin the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they were they terrible. They had a mountain a to fact, climb. It was did. one of the worst starts to a season since I think two thousand and two Cowboys. That's yeah. how bad the start of the season was.
1: Yeah, so I think I think for them, they'll they'll know they've got enough evidence yeah. there to suggest that they they can do something. Mm. It's it's about coming together and the man at the back,
0: if he's fit yeah it's interesting like as a manly fan i wonder would you rather them you know just have a solid year and tommy gets through it or would you rather them you know go to a grand final and tommy you know doesn't get through the year? you know what i mean like i wonder what what the rather would be yeah
1: oh uh, man if they, if they can make a grand final and make a dent into the eight that i reckon that's what they take
0: for sure um we won't do we won't do wooden spoon it uh Go and do wooden spoon bloody predictions. I always feel bad doing that <laughs> yeah. shit. I always I feel so mean. bad. Yeah. Because it's like, cause you know, you've been there, eh? Like, you know how hard teams work. And it's look, I, I've got I don't begrudge anyone that puts them out there. Like sometimes like SEN might be like, mate, we need you to, mm. to actually do it. And you go, all right, like yeah, I'll do it. Like it's fine. But if I can choose not to, I would yeah. love to not to. Because you know how hard everyone, like, doesn't matter what squad you're in in a row, you're tailing yourself up yeah, every and, day. And at this stage as well. Oh, everybody is
1: full of optimism Oh, I know. every <laughs> single fan member you know staff member at clubs all the backroom staff all the upstairs yeah. staff yep. no doubt every player is is full of optimism and actually I, and it's almost it's almost really a bit of a, an insult to, to suggest anyone should be favoured for the wooden spoon because yep. it's going to be circumstantial and it's going to it's going to change as well, it's, kind of, it's going to be determined by, you know, a little bit of luck. We look at injuries, suspension, all that
0: jazz. And I will say, and this is an uh, evidence of like optimism and, and maybe it's rightly placed. There was a player in the Dolphins that we wanted to bet me a thousand bucks. They'd make the eight. I declined wow. it. And I was like, wow, that's confident. And I was like, mate, but XXx reason. And he, he gave some pretty good explanations. Um, but it's an example of like, you, there really is like when you've been you're in your bubble and you're just so oh, optimistic and so not to say that they can't do that. Maybe yeah. they will. It would yep. be incredible if they did. It would be One incredible. One of the great stories. It um, would be. Now, uh, top point scorer. Uh, Cleary paying $3.75. Holmes playing $4.20. Trell Mitt playing $5.50. Ruben Garrett, $8.00. Sam Walker, $9.50. Nico Hines, $12.00. Uh, Nick Meaney, $15.00. Mitchell Moses, uh, $26.00. Reynolds, $34.00. Matty Burton, $34.00. I reckon, um, I reckon Val-, Val Holmes is a bit of a like a... Not like value is in, like, Smokey. I actually think he's, like, a, a not a safe bet, but I would probably bet Holmes will lead the uh, points of the, this yeah, year.
1: Nick, Nick Hines isn't, is, is quite far. Yeah, down he's, he's down at there,
0: um, 12 bucks, 12 bucks. And, he, and he's, like, such a good ball runner. Can score tries. Uh, yeah. So that, uh, that's probably value, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could even say Nick Meany because he's a goal kicker, isn't he? And he's going to play fullback for the first eight rounds. Yeah that he won't play fullback the whole whole year most likely because papenhausen will probably come back
1: and then he won't kick
0: Then he won't kick as well yeah um yeah i reckon a safe bet for me would be val holmes but i reckon value bet would probably be nico hines yeah definitely I yeah. agree with you. because he's he's got well first of all he's uh was training with dan carter on the uh off season so surely his kicking yeah. gonna get better from that unbelievable player um what was interesting is like I put a post up with Nico Hines with Dan Carter and I was like oh this is incredible and then like a few days later the Nathan Cleary put a post up with Dan Carter practicing and I was like oh, he almost like stole his thunder <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is he marketing himself as kicking coach now?
0: I'm not sure. I think it was think just that's like a, a great position to oh, have. Kicking coach? Oh, kicking coach. Oh, the dream. Cuz like I think is that's up there with travel journalist oh like yeah yeah travel journalist would you ever go to like a war-torn country as like a travel journalist <laughs> <sighs> no but look at with like oh, helmet shit see you on the news with Hellman God. no no, no
1: that, that's not that's not a travel journalist that's a that's a combat correspondent He's not a travel journalist there's a huge hey there's a huge you know you, you, you're picking up the paper looking in the job section travel journalist you're like oh go on yeah, I'll apply for that one and then next thing you're you know correspondent from some war-torn country not quite what it said on you're the getting tin flown into Ukraine yeah, just like where, where's the plane going oh, we don't know mate we, it's, it's one of those mystery it's a mystery yeah, mystery holiday. Yeah.
0: Roll in. Oh, by the way, he's a bulletproof vest. Yeah, I, I
1: no that definitely not for me. <laughs> no, thank you. But yeah, goal kicking coach or travel journalist. I reckon that's up there with them. Some of the the most sought
0: after dreams. Oh clubs. mate, or punter in the NFL. Imagine being a punter. Just yeah, just well, but I the think there's a bit of pressure on there. Yeah, true. But with kicking, no coach, pressure, eh,
1: mate? Just
0: mate, and really, You're just blame the player if he well, misses.
1: They're already good kicks. Yeah, it's true. What do you do? Go in, just try and get it between the posts. <laughs> just kick it straight Where, bro. wherever you, wherever you are. Just kick the ball between the posts, <laughs> and then just keep going back for that lesson. Lesson. Invoice the club every week. Common.
0: <laughs> well, I remember I was kicking at the Warriors, and like, it. It actually because we didn't have a. I don't think we had a specific kicking coach, and I started kicking really well at the start but then my kicking started to struggle because I had too many people like telling me <laughs> like you need to do this. So for example, Ivan Cleary, he used to be a really good kicker. So he was giving me advice, but then I had like the assistant coach was like, well, you need to kick like this. And then actually I think, yeah, we did have a kicking coach and he was telling me to kick a certain way. Whereas like, because I played soccer or like growing up, I, I kind of felt like I didn't need like structure. Yeah. Cause I, I, I just felt more natural being, I just, you know, aim in the post, kick it or whatever. And it ended up just doing me head in, got to the point where I was it literally just
1: t- mental. Man, yeah, I didn't yeah, know what was yeah, right yeah. or wrong.
0: Like I was like, I, oh, mm. okay, I'll try that. Oh, oh, okay, I'll try that. Like just trying to do the right thing. Went to Ivan Cleary and was like, uh, I don't want to kick anymore. Eh? And he was like, he was, wasn't happy. Cause he, I think he wanted me to be, I guess, not give up or whatever. But like, yeah. I was in a new country just trying to keep my spot on the wing and I was like, I feel real guilty when I miss the kicks, and it gets into my head, and I don't play as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can, it, well, you you see the the
1: good kickers can't let it go. Like it is, it is much as yeah. a, a mental game. It, it really it is. is an actual like getting the job done game. Because you know, like you, like you said, I've never thought of it like that, but yeah, you know, can, can playing you could play in your mind, Massively. and then it affects what you're
0: gonna do next. Hundred percent. If, if you're not mentally strong enough to go, like, okay, next job. Yeah, it just. It just and, and like i'm a very like i care a lot whereas mm. you know how some players can like drop a ball and they literally don't even think about it yeah i'll think about i remember i dropped the ball so i got concussed but i didn't know i was concussed at the time dropped the ball off a scrum and i honestly don't know if i had any other errors that so far that year we're in like around let's say 12 or whatever so yeah been, so i've prided myself because i'm a small winger no errors yeah whereas like big wingers you kind of go oh fuck, all right like you're a big winger you smash meters for us it's all good yeah we'll take one um i was literally crying after the game to wayne bennett because i was concussed as well crying apologizing for the drop ball and he was like what? No, it's fine mate because we won the game and i scored two tries and but that's how much it meant <laughs> yeah. to me, bro yeah well that, that's it and it's a fine line what's the best attitude to have exactly like, you don't want to get in your head and play poorly, then, and you don't want to
1: not care
0: exactly. Oh, yeah. s- there's nothing. Actually, I want to get your thoughts on this. We spoke about it on uh, my podcast on Monday. Blokes high fiving after errors makes me furious. I get the thought process; it still makes me furious.
1: I think it's a generational thing. Is it? And uh, like, let's be positive. <sighs> like, let's come on. Let's let's. I got your back. Let's blow up. That's yeah, what I reckon. Like, let's fucking get into each other. Yeah. Well. Just run, run the tape of um, me spraying <laughs> Mitch Brown um,
0: after his little error. <laughs> Mate,
1: I, you know, if I could have my time again, I, I don't know if I'd high five him. <laughs> but yeah.
0: So, if you were a captain of this a team now, would you allow the high five because of the new generation, or would you go old school?
1: I think, I, I think this is something that um. It's pre-planned,
0: yeah. Talked about pre, like yeah, If There's an right, error. Yeah, G each other up. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. You know,
1: <coughs> like we all. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a plan for adversity. So, yeah. so whatever the plan is, if we're all buying into it, that that's the main thing. But yeah. I don't know if I'd be personally going up and leading it. I'd let you know someone <laughs> else go. It drives me insane, bro. It kills me. I'm oh like, man, I, th- I think it it resonates with a with a lot of punters out there and a lot of fans. It's like. What, what what are you doing <laughs> it, it, it but I think the understanding is it's like a pre-motivated thing yeah. to stay positive yeah, stay or positive like that. and yeah. that's their way of showing it and and then also like you say mate, like you you don't want that error yeah. getting in the head and you know it gets in the head a little bit to the point where it's like I've let these guys down yeah and they need to know that maybe they go you go to the person that's made the error and go look mate we know you didn't mean to do that. We, we've got your Look, back. Look, mate. We, 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 maybe maybe I would be the high five. Look, I've got, got your back, mate. Come on, let's yeah, go again. But, we're good.
0: Yeah. One set. What about the one set oh. call? <laughs> to a winger call and one set to the forwards. I always used to, like, one set then what? Like, what, no, no, no.
1: what, then what?
0: We have whole game after that one set. One set and then they
1: get a repeat set. <laughs> well, it's not one set, is it? <laughs> to a winger it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> What, one set and then we are just done. We get the ball back on the halfway because you <laughs> dropped it. No, it's not one set at all. What's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the, one of the great Ruby League calls that the one set. Oh, that's
0: the, you, you, the best. You
1: should only say that in the 39th or the 79th minute. <laughs> one that's, set. Uh,
0: that should be reserved for them. Um, now, who have you got at Smokies this year, mate? Smokies for the season?
1: yeah everyone's looking to be the the new cowboys aren't they yeah the cowboys, cowboys from or sharkies yesterday uh last yesterday last year um you know it, it it's hard this because because like i say everyone's full of optimism yeah I and, know. and because of the closeness of our and the, the evenness of our competition it's it, it's hard because you know it, it there's probably you know 13 teams that if they make the eight
0: you're not like
1: oh, where yeah. did that come from hundred
0: like, percent do you know what i mean so or broncos manly yeah uh like although like raiders is obviously on the edge of the eight. yeah yeah
1: but then if they make it yeah you, bulldogs you Tigers. yeah bulldogs t- yeah. this is all you've got all these teams that you're not it's not going to be like this is a miracle yeah like it's true
0: it really is you know true. even
1: there you, you 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 unnamed source that from the from from the Dolphins, yeah, like yeah, wants to make the like eight. Even night. Like the the Titans, I think they might struggle this year. But again, two years ago, they were a pass away from going yes. to week two of the finals, and you're like, yeah, okay. And then you you know once you res- when it happens, and then you reverse engineer, you're like, of course, yeah, so of course true. it all makes sense now. So yeah. S- Smokies is is a tough one. I, I think, um. One thing, one team that I think will do all right is, is, is I think the Dolphins will do better than expected. Yeah, and what that expectation is publicly at the minute is, is, is down near the bottom and yeah. not competitive. But I think they'll, um, I think they'll turn
0: off. Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins will do better than expected. I, I don't think they'll make the eight. Our Titans are an interesting one because they got Kieran Foran and Sam Verrills. Like that's big, big buys. Yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't been the the front page buys or whatever. Yeah. But we're talking about two players that have won grand finals. Yeah. Absolutely. In a spine. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: you know, you, you're right. And then again, if they make it, you go, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. And then Fafita turns it on. Yeah. Big Tino. Yeah. Like, you know, AJ Brimson's an incredibly talented player. And, mm. you know, they, yeah, really, they, they make it. And, oh, it all yeah. makes sense.
0: I, the one thing I do hate is like when people are like, man, I always knew they could make it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why didn't you say that Fucking (laughs) six months ago? (laughs) Go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mate, I want to, this is, so the next segment basically is is, uh, interesting stories. I've got an interesting story for you, mate. So there was a man, he stayed anonymous, but in subsequent reports, he found a tunnel lurking behind the wall during a bit of a home renovation. The tunnel led to another one and then another behind that. He had unwittingly located the entrance to a huge underground city called uh, Derinkuyu. The subterranean warren had been abandoned for centuries and was eventually found to be 18 stories deep and capable of housing 20,000 residents. Uh, There were chapels, schools, even stables down there. According to archaeologists, Turkish Department of Culture, Derinkuyu was carved into the volcanic rock and became sort of a man-made ant colony. The expert believe it was created between the seventh and eighth century BCE by the Phrygians, an ancient Indo-European culture. It's reached, it reached its peak in the Byzantine period, 395 CE to 1453 CE, and extended to include wells and water channels. While early uses for the underground complex were storage, it grew to the size it was for purposes of defense. Uh, early Christians lived there fleeing persecution from Roman and Muslim, used it to hide during the Arab Byzantine wars between the seventh and 11th century. First off, right? If I
1: <laughs> knock down a wall oh. and see that there's a tunnel, Ghost. That I'm done. That's where I stop. 100%. That is where I stop. I'm not going into the tunnel to no see that where, where that goes. I am just going, oh my God. There's a tunnel here. You are joking. What's this? Wipe back up. I don't know who I'd call. Um, (laughs) Ghostbusters. I don't know who I'd call, but I'm certainly not going down to investigate myself.
0: Oh, my God. It's one of them where it's like- It's the start of a horror movie. Or or,
1: or a disaster. Horror movie, movie, disaster. What I'm not thinking is I'm going to discover an ancient city. So I don't know if that's it. It's one of those examples where it's like, just because the right thing happened, doesn't mean you should do it in the future. <laughs> so if he goes to another house, in another part of the world, same thing happens again. Don't get carried away. Yeah. Call for, I don't know. Fucking some, army or something. Th- yeah, the team that <laughs> look after these sorts of things. Look that, after
0: holes that are found yeah, in, in basements. It,
1: it, but all those sorts of ancient cities, it's fascinating. I don't know if you've seen... Um, I can't remember the name of the guy. He, uh, he wrote Fingerprints of the Gods. He's got this thing on Graham like Hancock?
0: There. Yes. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, the ancient yeah, civilizations it's on it's Netflix? Yeah, I'm, I don't... It's a bit pseudo scientific Yeah. But there are some interesting things to it.
1: Very interesting theories that yep. he portrays. And I don't know. Like the, the past is... Um, it's interesting just, it, it is interesting you look at like what these people managed to achieve oh. without you know um technology. machines yeah. and the technology around but yeah an underground city it's uh it's got wonder why it was covered up
0: yeah it's interesting like and also how does i think when we f- like find out stuff like that you're like well what else like that's something yeah, we found what, what, what else is yeah what else is out there think about over like Okay, let's say someone said, in 100 years, we'll have this. You'd be like, 100 years? Yeah. That's fucking ages away. Now, think about 6,000 years. Imagine all the stuff that we're never going to find. Like, I always wonder with history, like, how much – like, for example, me and you both see something. We write it down of, like, what happened. The stories could be completely different. And so, like, with history, I always wonder, like, how much is just wrong? Like how much of it is just like, it just been some dude that told a yarn. I know that there's like with a lot of like the big history that there's multiple people looking at evidence and all Mm. of that. So I'm not saying like all history is wrong, but like even just like little things, like tiny parts of it that, you know, like if you're talking about uh, Achilles or something with Troy, like was it did he really get shot and he was just he died from that or did he have a disease and that's why he died but he ha- accidentally got shot in the achilles you know what i mean yeah yeah stuff no, like 100%, that 100
1: percent. like and just how stories change and 100 over the years yeah and, oh, yeah we need to make this person also history is written by the winners yeah a lot of the time like you know mm. the, there's another side to the store the story a lot that you know gets forgotten about or just doesn't get retold or the, mm. the winners put their shine on it you know they're not yeah. going to put their the people that they've defeated or the enemy in in any sort of glory, they're going to justify their their dominance and, the, and their victory and talk themselves up or, or whatever it may be. But um, no, it, it all that historical stuff. It's it's something that yeah, I think you start to appreciate around about yeah. this age. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, wish I'd have listened in history a little 100%. bit more. And even like going to Rome, and they oh. say, like you know, you do the walking tour and all the history around there, and they yep. say like, oh, you know the amount of archaeological discoveries that they have, it's like there's no way they could ever put an under, underground there because every time they start to drill down, they they find something It's like, oh right.
0: Got to stop. Stop. So Yeah. I, I, I liked history growing up, but as I got older, I love it even more. Mm. Like it's just so interesting. What I always – I have this like really bad trait of – if someone doesn't speak english for example i just for some reason don't think like oh they they think differently or, or whatever whereas like when i think of people a thousand years ago i think Man, they must have been dumb but they actually weren't they probably weren't even that much different capability wise than us They're arguably even smarter but we just got the advantage of time of yeah. building on their ideas yeah and they um they
1: had to use different skills because obviously they didn't have, um, you know, ed- like education. Yeah. You know, a lot of r- running water, all that sort of stuff. But mm. it, it's fascinating what they managed to achieve. And even the fact that they could like, you know, how they read the seasons and they could read. Oh, man! imagine. Right. <laughs> look at this. Go out night. Look at the stars. and <laughs> like, well, it all looks the same to me. <laughs> like, follow the North Stars. Like, <laughs> which one's that what do you mean follow it yeah it's in the sky
0: like which like, star of the thousand like, of them
1: you know you know the the people that sailed the seven seas it's like yeah it's fascinating like oh the, mate, the how they navigated it and even like how they used the sun and you know the um the sun like the ancient sundials and all that oh sort it's of stuff. incredible yeah you, know, you but in terms of like the some of the feats that they managed to achieve. I don't know if you've ever seen Easter Island. Like, that's fascinating. Like, how. I've seen obviously pictures of it, but yeah, not being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- the pictures of it. Yeah. and Like, seeing, you know, or vi- video
0: footage of it. It's like, well, how did. The how?
1: Oh, what that that
0: happened? And so like the good thing, like when the more you do deep, like dive into history, the more you realize that we actually aren't that much smarter. We've just like had more time to build on their ideas. Like everything, every idea is just an evolution of an idea before it, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like every idea, what's spaces me out is like, someone had the first idea and every idea after that is related to that first. So Mm. the first person to like speak from being a monkey to a human, even though we're still monkeys, but you know what I'm saying? That first idea of communication yeah, yeah. birthed everything that exists right now. Yeah. That nah, blows
1: it, my mind. It is. And just even some of the, the advancements that we discover or human beings discovered mm. throughout the way, like the ability to, uh, I, I was reading about it in a book, and um, like how we got to now and some of like the most important things that, yeah. that happen that we kind of take for granted. Things like the development of reliable eyewear, like, <laughs> yeah it's like which gave people the ability to yeah. read like that you, you know what correlates it's a correlation mm. but um the invention of the newspaper yeah because spreading of information spreading of the information yeah but n- a newspaper like 300 years ago, before the invention of glasses was almost redundant because yeah, well wow. most people couldn't most people need glasses to, glasses read, to
0: read, it. read it wow Wow. It's some of these like crazy things that like blow your mind when you first um like hear them, for example, in history, they reckon that Polynesians sailed to the South Americas. Really? And actually I think there's some can you Google this, Maddie? I think there's some heritage connection between yeah. like Aztec. I think maybe Aztecs in mines but the, the Central American or South American people and the Polynesians. I, I think it's that direction as well. And there's a movie called Contiki. And what he tries to do is he, he was, it might be the 1980s or whatever. And he had a theory that the Polynesians, I'm pretty sure the Polynesians went to South Af- South uh, um, America yeah, before everyone else did, like pretty much like before anyone thought it was possible. So what he did was he remade a raft and this is a, it's a movie, but it's a retelling of a true story. He remade a raft of everything exactly the way it would have been however thousand many years ago. Mm. Then he himself, sailed to see if he could actually do it from America to the Polynesian Islands um, and he did it. He, he wow. literally landed there and it pro- it, I'm pretty sure it proved his point that it was possible on a raft to yeah, get from to the islands to America. They even mm. found um, evidence of Vikings getting all the way over to America.
1: I'm basically just repeating what you said but yeah it says dna reveals that
0: polynesians may have reached the shores of south america and then colonized other pacific islands taking sweet potatoes indigenous indigenous companions with them or their descendants may have returned to polynesia carrying indigenous south american genetic heritage right how many years ago was that that they may have discovered it or like got there uh 1200 a.d 1200 a.d wow well even the fact that
1: like People figured out that
0: the world wasn't flat,
1: and we weren't the center of the universe. Yeah, like because on the face of it, we are.
0: Yeah, you look at you look out and you go, yeah, it looks flat.
1: Yeah, and then like getting to the beach or any sort of body of water, you'd be like, no, I'm not going over there. (laughs) Yeah, why would you do that? (laughs) Yeah, fall off the edge. But they actually. Can you imagine even being a, being around in the times where it was illegal to have that thought, or right. sorry, illegal to you, you know? I'm 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 talking more sort of um, ancient European culture yep. and history there where well, know, Christianity ruled. Was and, it Galileo? Uh, yeah, I think didn't it. was. Did he get like cru- not crucified, but like it? It was a it was a very dangerous idea to talk about wow. the fact that hey, and but 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 the the proof they, they proved it through experiment with things like where shat- I, I, i'm paraphrasing and botching the job yeah. but i think it's like maybe the curvature of the horizon or something yeah, like that something along those lines okay, like we're they use they use th- there's experiments that you can conduct in order to prove this theory right yeah but you know at the time in that sort of um you know where christianity ruled you know any sort of like well no god is our creator god is yeah you know god put put us here we mm. are the center of the universe that mm. is the heavens like yeah don't don't bring those ideas here we're not we're not living on some sphere you're crazy
0: that's uh, it's like imagine first of all like to be able to think up an experiment to test that theory yeah. how sm- like I just oh yeah blows I, my and, mind. and going off
1: almost almost going off like vibe zero base yeah like nothing to nothing to to, to base you just, up, and basically, it was a dictatorship as well. Yeah, like living in a di- dictatorship where this is true because yeah. we said it and our institution said it.
0: And it's just like to almost coming up with a theory purely via logic of things that just add up to this is the way this is, so therefore, do you know, like to put yeah, that yeah. all together, it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible.
1: I'm going to prove it by
0: this theory. This, this? And this, oh, this, this, man. yeah, it's not. Um, now, mate, uh, pub debates. Pub debates. If beer was banned, what's your drink of choice? Vodka orange?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, nah, whiskey straight. Whiskey straight. Oh, that's a
1: big day sesto, that, isn't it? Jeez. You'd be, uh, yeah. Oh, can 20. I get what? can,
0: Mate, whatever you want. You probably, can go waters. Probably vodka soda. Vodka soda, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, and then whiskey. Vodka soda for me because, like, um You just don't feel like shit from all the sugar next day. I mean, you still feel like shit because of the alcohol, but it, what makes me rattles me after drink if I drink like fizzy drinks or whatever, like when I'm out, mm. it's the sugar that, yeah, that yeah. fucks me up. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, that that
0: taste in your mouth is just oh, a different level, isn't it? I can't the, believe I look back when I was like 18 and that drinking Smirnoff Double Blacks with the red yeah, cordial yeah. on it. I'm like, how? How?
1: Yeah, we used to do the. There were WKDs. I don't know if they made it over here. No, no, I like, don't
0: think so. I, or they might.
1: Have, yeah, I am brewed WKDs. Like there was one that was like in an orange bottle, one that was in a blue bottle, and
0: yeah, if beer was being I'd be going vodka lime and soda. Vodka lime and soda.
1: Fresh lime or cordial? Fresh lime. Fresh lime. Oh,
0: okay. Because cordial's cheating. Then you're
1: basically yeah, having yeah, a sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that's
0: fair. I'm going vodka lime and soda. Uh, it's weird. Like I actually used to own a bar. It's so fucking weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you look back on things that you did and you're like, it's almost like you're remembering a different person? Yeah. Like even some of my career, I'm like, that's not even me. Like that's a – I mean, technically it's like not even me because isn't it every seven years you're a whole body like – Yeah, something like decomposes all and all, fucking
1: – I think it's part from your brain cells, isn't
0: it? Part from your brain cells. Man, time is a strange fucking thing, eh? It is. Like it spins me out. Well, it's kind
1: of like if you – well, going off, we've gone on a lot of tangents here. But if you like, say you've got the Titanic, mm. and over time you've like you know redone it all. Mm. Is it still a Titanic? Yeah. If you've re- replaced most yeah, if of the pieces, if you replace everything. Yeah. Is it still a Titanic or any sports car or old car? Yeah. If you're re- replacing the engine, you and know. And what what's the line? Is it eighty yeah, percent? What, yeah, yeah. Fifty yeah. percent?
0: Far out. That is that is hard. So was it even you? Was it even me 100%? Or, like, does does it even exist anymore?
1: But it was your conscious. Yeah, consciousness. Consciousness.
0: Maybe. Oh, we're going going, um, (laughs) Sam Harris (laughs) level here, aren't we? Um, Now, the most important man skill to have, what is it? Well, I reckon it's different for different people,
1: but for me, I reckon it's the ability to to put shit on people and take shit. (laughs)
0: Um,. What do I reckon the most important man skill is? I mean, this is because it's got to be like specific to men. Because, like, like I was going to say the ability to listen, but that's a person skill. Everyone should have a good. I agree with you. The ability that, you know what? The best man skill to have is to take the piss out of yourself. Yeah. Because if you can't do that, yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. And be able
1: to uh, uh, take it from other people. Yeah. Absolutely. And then put it back. I think that's what that's what blokes do re- I remember seeing some stupid thing but that's what blokes do really well where it's like oh you're a f*** that and then they you know they walk away it's like it's a good bloke Him,
0: love him love him
1: yeah, legend love him but, you, you, but you'd but you never tell him oh no no, <laughs> no way no. worst yeah. bloke ever yeah yeah, yeah. Like when he, it, come, when he comes back it's like oh, what have you been oh yeah but, <laughs> you're a cat Yeah. So as yeah, so, so, <laughs> soon as you go it's, like, it's a good bloke yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking real knockabout bloke yeah, that like yeah. mate you just spent 30 minutes calling him yeah. a piece of shit <laughs> he's, got,
1: he's, got, he's got good banter doesn't he <laughs>
0: Who do you reckon who do you reckon has better banter, Australia or England? Cuz like I feel like Aussies and England are the best in the world at banter. There's no one that comes maybe I'll I'll say Great Britain cuz like Ireland and yeah, Scotland yeah. as well. Well look,
1: I know this is an Australian based show, but in England you have to fight for it, fight for it a little bit more. Okay. Because we don't have the beaches. Uh, so or, there's more so sitting around. Uh, I reckon there's more okay. there's there's more of it. So more we we don't have, in england especially in the north and some of those areas you spoke about i think you've got to have that witty sense of humor yeah because we don't even alive the, yeah yeah you know and and also we don't have the you know the finer things in life <laughs> like we do out here in australia
0: you know who has terrible banter i'm just got to say it. americans they don't know how to take the piss out of each other and it's just like when they talk to each other like it's all just pumping each other up and i'm just like oh very very similar
1: Cultures put so far away at the so same So far away. Like I'm yeah. trying to,
0: like obviously Americans do take the piss out of each other, but I almost feel like if you're an Aussie bloke or a Pommy bloke or Irish or whatever, it's almost like you have to be able to banter with people. Otherwise you're going to yeah, be yeah, almost alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Americans like, they'll be like offended or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, do you not like <laughs> me? Yeah, do you not like me? Yeah, like, yeah. Like right. that insecurity of like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, know, I know what you're saying. I Makes think it's, sense. you know what I think it like really does come out in like the difference in our cultures is, and, and it's a negative as well. It's a double-edged sword, like the tall poppy syndrome, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But if you watch, watch the NFL, like they'll do something, the tiniest thing, and they will celebrate like it is crazy. Whereas Australian culture, it's changing a little bit. But what, like, for example when I was making my debut or the first couple of years, when I scored a trial, the senior boys said, you put your fucking head down and you walk back to halfway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a very Australian thing to do. Whereas mm. in the NFL, you're almost, the more you celebrate, the more mm. in America, the more you celebrate, the more you are celebrated kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Make, it, make a tackle and... Jump around yeah. like and <laughs> doing these ones, beating yeah. your chest and that. I made a tackle. Could you imagine yeah. if you did that in rugby league? <laughs> 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 let's made it, like, let's just, hope it doesn't go there. Could you imagine, like you make a tackle, and as you're running back to like the ten, you go on these ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or you, like, you jump up and like chest bump oh, yeah. each other.
1: Of <laughs> course, you got a seven, seven tackle restart. Tackled time. someone in the end goal. You're like, whoa. <laughs> 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 no, let's let's over not come to that.
0: Uh, who is the goat of goat sportsmen? Goat of goats. Goat of all goats. That's a great question. It's a tough one. Like how do you, how do you measure it? Like, is it athleticism? Right. Is it what they did, the dominance? I know, I know
1: how to answer this question. Okay, so I'm gonna go mm. with Lionel Messi.
0: I was leaning towards that direction as well, but I, I'd go Maradona. But okay, because like you're, I'm getting what you're thinking. You're thinking because it's the biggest game in the world, and he's the biggest number game one. in the
1: world, and also uh, sheer participation numbers. Mm-hmm so the level of competition that he faced throughout his whole lifetime um was crazy w- w- was crazy so his ability to be the best soccer player um, arguably ever mm. in a time where more and more people were playing it mm. um i think that's why it it um he would supersede anybody else
0: yeah it's it's I mean, look, I wouldn't argue against it. Wouldn't argue against it athletically. It's hard to go past people like, you know, LeBron or Michael Jordan, but then you look at like dominance, Tom Brady, you look at like boxing and the culture impact of Muhammad Ali. You look at the ferocity of a Mike Todd, Ty- you know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough, it's tough. Oh. Yeah.
1: I think it, well, it depends like what you view as athletic as well. Cause you get these, obviously, I think you get some people That'd be gifted at like they've got that athletic body. Mm. Like you look at a guy like Deontay Wilder. Yep. Like he, he, he's probably there's a multitude of sports that if he'd put his mind to it, he, he likely would have gone on to mm. to make it. And you can say the same for like you know a guy like LeBron. Like he, he looks like he could play sure. NFL. Like, surely, surely. He, he, I think you know if he'd have concentrated on that, you know perhaps he would have. But I think with with, with Messi, it, it's the skill. Mm like the 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 skill and the dedication to that craft and that that ability i think Mm. that that, that's that that's why and just because he's got going he's been so good for so long Mm. in the most competitive most yeah participated sport and and that's why i put him at number one
0: yeah wouldn't argue against it uh mate that is us done and dusted uh The first episode of Packer Up Boys. I hope you enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed it. A, the seats are more comfortable than over there. (laughs) You can just fucking lay back (laughs) and you get to talk about anything. Great chat, mate. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, bro. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Bomb.